just about everybody out there has tried at least one substance in their lifetime. And yes, that does include alcohol. And regardless of what you've tried, what it means is that, at least for those who chose to use, that you were willing to try something that would potentially alter your state of consciousness. You probably had your reasons at the time, even if they weren't very clear to you. Perhaps it was just a curiosity, maybe pressure played some role in it. Could be that you were looking for an escape. Whatever the reason, it means that you tried something new for the first time and you began to develop a relationship with that something, whether you realize it or not. It may have been a dismissive relationship and you never went back, choosing to just move on. Still, others were willing to try it again and even again, all for a purpose that may or may not be hidden to them. Then, there are those that fall into dark places and they have a hard time finding their way out. Relationships with our substances become personal over time. We form a certain attachment with the substance. But it doesn't talk and it doesn't provide us any feedback, so everything that we feel toward our drug of choice comes from within ourselves. Some substances fool us into thinking that they're helping us cope better with a problem. Those same substances used by different people, different situations, or maybe in varying amounts may even be part of a solution, temporary or otherwise. And so it is by understanding the relationship with our drug of choice that we come to learn more about ourselves. And knowing the nature of that relationship and the role in it plays in our lives can help us identify shortcomings. It can highlight gaps in our knowledge or our coping, particularly in its absence. It hurts us to be away from our coping mechanisms, but sometimes the mechanism itself is faulty and it is the very relationship that has caused its decay. We might give our substance an off-label use, so to speak, right? We, a prescription that we wrote to ourselves, but are we qualified to do that? I mean, of course, we're experts in our own lives, right? But are we experts on life itself or even just relationships? Nobody truly is, but there's something about a therapeutic relationship that heals. It works because two or more people can talk a problem out and find a solution greater than the sum of their collective selves. You see, if your relationship with a substance provides no help or value in your time of need, then you have a negative relationship with it. You should know that that is the case with most substances. Most don't offer any documented or observable therapeutic value. If your moments after using are no better than those before, that might indicate a negative relationship. If there's a physical pain in addition to emotional pain, that too is a sign that it's not helping you. If control is lacking and you find it harder and harder to stop using, that's a bright red flag. And you should pay attention to it. So what does a positive relationship with our substance look like then? Well, you have control over how much you take and how often you imbibe. You are no worse off after using than before. When on your substance, your decision-making isn't necessarily hindered. Maybe you have more insight now. You can leverage the euphoric effects of your substance to find a path through your problems. And that's most common with entheogens, psychedelic substances, cannabis being one of those. That is one skill that you can learn to use in cannabis-assisted treatment, for example. Your relationship with cannabis can elevate your life if you find the right way to tune it. But returning to the subject at hand, progress in therapy can be hindered 
by negative relationships with substances. That is why it is so important to understand the role that substances play in your life. The deeper into that relationship you are, the more work it will take to adjust it. Harm reduction becomes the next sort of natural step. And that means over time, reducing your exposure to that relationship and learning to rely more on yourself and less on what you think your substance use is doing for you. What we use matters, but how we use also matters significantly. High-risk use, long-term use, and ever-increasing amounts of use are all indicators of a large problem in your relationship. Withdrawal can indicate much the same. Remember how I said we learn much even in its absence? Every moment when we're in our use is a teachable moment or a learning experience. Being aware of the many factors that contribute to the nature of your relationship will help you reshape it. And I encourage you to explore the nature of your relationship with your drug or drugs of choice with your therapist. And if you need one of those, check out my website, see if I can help you. Be well, everyone.